Hey, what's up, guys? It's Kim the homegirl. Oh, wait, let me see. <laughs> With my lovely co-host. Oh, yeah. Stop it. My brain is so fried. Three, two. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Kim the homegirl back. What? Hang on. What is the show called? The House Guy and Homegirl. The House Guy and Homegirl podcast, yeah. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Kim the Homegirl here with my co-host today. John the House Guy. And today we're going to be talking about tips on decluttering your house. You're listening to the House Guy and Homegirl podcast, a podcast about real estate and real life. As realtors, home builders, and real estate investors, John and Kim keep it real. Former teachers turned real estate professionals, they have a heart for helping others. Join them each week as they discuss all things home. And now, here's your hosts, John and Kim. So it's summer, and um, what's been going on with you, John? Uh just trying to declutter my home. Okay. And get ready for this yard sale. Yes. We have a yard sale tomorrow, right? Okay. And Which brings us to our lovely podcast topic. Yeah. De- de- what did you call it? Decluttering? Just tips for decluttering your yeah, home? just tips for decluttering. Mm-hmm. What's been going on with you this week? Anything cool? I got a closing today Ooh. on a, a property. Oh, I got a lead this morning, by the way. I didn't tell you that, but yeah. Somebody called me from a referral. Thanks for those referrals. So yes, we love um, referrals. Yeah. So some folks moving from out of state coming here. So cool. Cool. So excited to get to work with them and get them moved to Sweet Home, Alabama. And uh, other than that, um, got stood up by a roofer this week. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. Um, mm 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 mm. Not wonderful at all. Like, I'm still really. Yeah, that was sarcasm. That. Yeah. 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 I know. But, like, I, I thought about that this morning. Um, and no that's call, just, no show. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of it. Like, y'all don't see behind the scenes, but um, there's so many times that people just don't do what they're supposed to do and show up. And yeah. And the thing about that was, it's like, went through the. This guy went over, saw my sign, called me, asked for the work. So I'm like, I don't know this guy. Let me go through the process, check him out, call mm-hmm. some other people. Hey, have you used this person? Yeah, yeah. I've had, mm-hmm. They've done the job, you know, for me before. Okay, I would use them again. All right. Okay, man, you can have the job. You know, come and do it. We yeah, can- and like it's not like, you know, like the, like showing up on time and doing what you're supposed to when you're supposed to do it. Like time is money when oh, you're building yeah. a house. So, yeah. so, so ultimately. to give him a chance because your other people that you normally use were backed up because of the storm damage and yeah. all that. And so, yeah. And yeah, so, all the roofers in this area apparently are like covered up two or three weeks out because of we had those storms come through a couple months ago and they're still not caught up from just, re, you know, redoing roofs. And, of course, those are insurance claims and they're going to pay a little more, you know, and they're going to be um, – be able to kind of bust through those and uh, and have work lined up. So as far as jumping in there and getting something done for me, right, I mean, they're not, you know, going to put me at the head of the line. So my normal guy said, hey, I can do it, but it's going to be like more than a week. And I was like, well, I need to move on. So this guy called me, and mm-hmm. he was a, he was in the neighborhood doing another roof. And I looked at the work. I thought, yeah, okay, that'll be good. And then supposed to be there Thursday. I go down there to like, hey, make sure we got everything you need. Nobody crickets don't call yeah don't answer the phone on the ground y'all mm-hmm. just waiting just sitting there 
so yeah, no call, no text, no <clears> nothing. <throat> I call, text, he doesn't respond. So yeah, just a burnt run, wasted time. So now my normal guy is going to work me in this. He's going to do it on Saturday for us and get us taken care of. So. Um, Which may be a blessing in disguise because he does great work. He does great work, and we didn't lose a whole lot of time, you know. And if if you lose two days but you learn, like, never to call this guy again, then right. at it's least worth it. it's worth something. It's worth it. yeah. So, um, so we, that's been my week. Yeah, what about you? Okay, so uh, trying to get the stuff together for a yard sale. And um, it's just – it's hard because I want to clean as I go. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want it to look pre- – you know, not pristine, but I want it to be clean. And – I'm not, I've really had to do some research in decluttering and, um, because my mind wants to hold on to everything. And so, um, been doing a little research on decluttering and a lot of cleaning and some battle wounds. I've busted my knuckle up and my fingernails look bad and I don't know, my knees are like, but like I used to have one knee that popped every now and then. Now they both do. So (laughs) Yeah, I was walking up the stairs just a second ago, and so realized that. You got them Rice Krispie knees, huh? Oh, man, crunchy, crunchy, crunchy. Um, snap, crackle, pop. Yes, trying to get Emmett ready for the ACT, um, and then Nora's been going to VBS. We've had some sweet, sweet friends that um, have picked her up and pretty much brought her back here just about every day from VBS, and so that's been a blessing, too. Um, we love VBSs, so... Um, if you can, if there's a VBS, if it, I mean, if you don't necessarily like have to belong to those churches, but you see that on the, on the sign or whatever they have, you know, VBS is this day. Uh, I just really encourage you to sign your kids up for those things because they will be blessed beyond. And usually there's people there, you know, you may think, well, my kids, um, we don't go to this church or we're not a part of this town or whatever. They're more than likely they know somebody there. And um, or, you know, they didn't even have to know anybody, like just meeting friends. Even Emmett um, used to love VBSs. And then Michaela, Brooke's daughter, when we would keep her, we would bring her to VBS, um, you know. So so let's dive in here and talk about tips to declutter your house. And, um, again, so there's – I did a lot of research. I mean, you know, just reading and Google searches and things like that. Just trying to get motivated because we do have so much stuff and it's hard when it's when it's your own house, it's like you can't like you've got these these glasses on that you are paralyzed in some sort. Like you can't get behind or beyond the emotional attachment and the um just the I don't know um, there's just so many attachments in your home. Yeah, it's a lot of sentimental stuff. A lot of right? sentimental stuff. And you stuff. can, and like, we're the world's worst about that. Like, be like, oh, this is the ink pen that she gave me whenever I first got a job back in 2007. Now, I think you're a little, you're a little more than that no. <clears throat> than I am. You but say that, but then when we no. start picking up your stuff, and it's then, like, get out of my stuff. And then we also, we, we both are guilty of out of sight, out of mind. You know, we'll, we'll take stuff and then move it somewhere else and tug it somewhere else. And it's called clean, only it's called cleaning. To, yeah. It's that, like, did you hear what he said? It's called cleaning only to have to touch it again <laughs> and again and again and again, because Basically, like, we don't need those things, you know. Those things are causing us 
to be, you know, anxious and they're causing us stress. And, you know, we just, you don't, you should only touch something once, mm-hmm. you know. If Which is, that was your first point on here, right? Touch well, it once. Well, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me, let me go back to decluttering in general. Just start, y'all. If you are trying to declutter your house and, um, you know, you, you want some kind of organization and you're trying to reach a goal of having a yard sale, just start. You know, um, I saw something the other day that said, you know, you can set a 10-minute timer and work 10 minutes in every room, you know, or 10 minutes every night, you know, um, whether it be just cleaning up in general, you know, just set a timer, and then for those 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever you want to allow it to that, just clean, just clean and organize. And I did try that one time. Um, I think it was like, like I said, I think it was like a, 15 minute you know at the end of the night just clean up and I mean I got so much stuff done by just setting a little timer and working during that you know because and I'm more so than you like you know I see I've got ADD and so I'm like oh that's oh let you know I'm, I'm focused and I'm washing these dishes and I'm doing this and I'm like yep I need to do these clothes and then I see it you know something that I need to get to or a list that I need to look at or a paper for Nora or Emmett needs this or that or I need to sign that and then you know the next thing I know I'm like well let me check the internet for that let me do this and then I'm down a rabbit hole you know so anyways so we need to just you need to start but you also need to know you need to set a goal of what you want to do you know if that's if it's 10 minutes if it's 15 minutes to work there yeah, and one thing, too, you can even uh, take an area, right? Like, you, people get overwhelmed because they look at their whole house and they're like, oh, this junk is everywhere. You know, take a drawer, take a counter space, or take one section of a room, you know, and just say, I'm going to go through this drawer. <coughs> and you're pretty good at doing that's that. That's all I'm doing, really? doing this drawer, and I'm done. Yeah, well, a lot of things I'm like, that's John's area. Okay, that's that's his area. And, mm-hmm. he, and I think over the years, like, I look around the house and I'm like, man, you've got a lot of areas. Oh, yeah. Like, you need to keep those areas a little more tidy. And basically, you're moving things from one area to another. Like, you've got a nightstand area. I, I don't even want to name them, but I think you've got, like, about five. And then the downstairs of the detach, man, that's that's a big area. <laughs> oh, man. Which brings me to my next point, quality over quantity. Now, this kind of spoke volumes to me. Um and that's really how you should look at your house. You should look at quality over quantity. Yeah, like I only have a few areas, but they're quality areas, right? Is that what you meant? That's what brought you to that point? No, if you have five pins, you need to... People know what quality is. Quality over quantity. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, like, really. But anyways, okay. that's, just, that's just something. It's, you know, it's real quick to kind of, as you look at an area or you're... You know, you're working in your your space, and you've got the 10 minutes or the 15. Um, look look at quality versus quantity. And you, we and we did this with Emmett yesterday. Um, <clears throat> you know, we're like, okay, what I, I talked about all these things with him, and um, we were looking at all the sports equipment that we had. Are you talking the, about our yard sale pep rally that we had? 
Yeah, we did have a yard sale pepper. You, I think you called it the devo- devotion. Well, it was a brief devotion yes. followed by a pep rally. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We Team had, meeting in the garage. As you had a switch in your hand. I went and cut a switch. <laughs> That's right, because I'm the principal of the school, so I had to go yeah. ahead and make sure. As we're... Emmett said, you have given her too much control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yes, yeah. but I tried to get. I tried to like get y'all rallied mm-hmm. up and involved, and you know, and I think. And some things that I said, like, did stick with him. And he was cleaning out his ball bin or whatever. And he's like, quality over quantity, you know. And then I also said, you know, you when you do clean out a room, you should get rid of at least 10%, okay, T- to, like, clean up and declutter at least 10% of what you have there. And so that was pretty good because people, we're all different kinds of learners, you know, and visual learning and seeing it and you know having some kind of formula to go by like helps and and that's why I like to do my research before I do declutter and I do yard sales and I you know like thinking about all that because it's a mental thing as well as you know it's how you process the world so anyway so if that helps you quality versus quantity and then trying to get rid of 10% of you know just getting rid of 10% um, also, find your true abundance. What do you truly need? This can really go in the bathroom as far as all the hair products and lotions and makeup. And what what do you truly need, girls, ladies, to get ready? You know, what is what is your true abundance? Guys, excuse mm. me. Um, Emmett, I found that like he, he comes in weekly with some new something that he's bought, some kind of new gel. Um, new. He just bought some face cleaner just the other day. Pomade. Pomade. This. He's and a Dapper Dan man. Yeah. And so, like, what is your true abundance? So, what do you truly need to live? And we went down that, you know, like a couple years ago, we were doing this same process in the summertime. And uh, I bought that book. You remember the, the Marie Kondo book, the... The life-changing yeah, magic of tidying really, up. I never really got on board with that. But it was this whole spark joy thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, if you touch it, you know immediately, like... Now, a lot of that... Some of that stuff was good, right? Like, for me, I was like, okay, you pick something up, you pretty much immediately know, like, is this something I need or not? So that was good. Like, you feel it in your bones or whatever when you pick it up. Like, oh, yeah, this can go. But then some of that stuff that she did was like fold your t-shirts in a circle and put them all I, that all that I couldn't get. Behind but that goes that. back to how you view the world and how you process things and how you learn and like seeing all your t-shirts lined up right there can quickly you you open a drawer and it makes you happy because you can see everything that's available right there. It doesn't there. make me happy. It just makes me mad that I spent well, all that time trying to do that. And now <laughs> right, I got to pull a shirt now, out of there. But then again, you don't do laundry, so you know, you wouldn't be the one that would be folding them up. But, I mean, you some, know. Some of that stuff was just right. overkill. Visual man. people, though, that like that that speaks volumes to me. Like, mm. when I open something up and I can see everything there, just all color-coded or all there, like, it makes me so happy. Like, I've accomplished something, you know. Um, but, obviously, like, all my shirts are not, like, you know, I've got T-shirts and tank tops and Oh, different shirts, and, like, they all don't fit that neat, tidy little fold. So yeah, that I'm didn't just, work. Just, but, yeah, but some of her time. stuff was Ain't really nobody good. got time for that. Um, and then on. something else, all the stuff, this is a quote that I read, all this, this stuff is stressing us out. 
and causing conflict within ourselves and those we love. And I think that spoke volumes to me as well because, you know, we we just kind of, we've become accustomed to having piles of stuff in our house and, you know, in every room of our house, even the bathroom, we'll pile up toilet paper, which you've got to have toilet paper, but you don't have to have it, you know, you can display it a different way. I did not think this was going to be where this went. Yeah. Piling up in the bathroom. We, but, we need to. Uh, <laughs> anyways. I, I would, let's pile it up somewhere else besides the bathroom. How about anyways, we pile it up in the kitchen or the office? Piles of stuff everywhere. And so as you're living with the piles of things on the counter, on the floor, in the garage, and we just keep buying more things. You know, we see it as a deal, and it's just stuff, y'all. But it's causing us chaos and conflict, and we can't go to the pool, and we can't go to the park, and we can't read a book to our kids at night because we're having to dig through this pile for that. Or, you know, it's it's there's just too much stuff, and so we need to get rid of it. Yeah, and like you said, like we buy stuff, and you think, well— Oh, it's such a great deal, a good price. I mean, it's only a good deal if it's something you're going to use. Right. And I heard a guy say on TV one time, like, that's fine. Buy it if you think it's a good deal. But you got to, in your mind, decide when you get home with that shirt. Let's say it's a shirt. Okay, what shirt are you getting rid of and replacing with this shirt? Yeah, and that goes back to, like, the tip, one in, one out. Yep. Um, yeah. Also, people, uh, this is um, something that they've discovered, people that are highly anxious or significantly depressed, they tend to live in those cluttered spaces because it makes them feel safe. Um, But really, it's just, and once they declutter, they feel so much more lifted. You know, their spirits are lifted, and they're so much, they're just happier um, in general, and, like, they can live and breathe, and, but just the nature of like you know wanting to hold on to everything and not letting anything go well it's not it's not even that uh, well it is that but it's also procrastination right it is like, procrastination i'll but, get to that later and then it piles up this high oh i'll get to that later and you start piling it over here but those clutter piles and those things tend to lead to anxiety and depression because who, oh, yeah. who wants to come into a nasty home that's you know piles and you know you can see all that evidence on the show hoarders that's oh my gosh yeah, yeah that's that's, a, that's another level of it so though. basically you need you have three you need three bins you need something to keep donate or sell and i think so, that was in that marie Kondo book too like was it take everything out of the room yes that's right a, yes and then make and Keep that's hard it, to do sometimes, but, you know, in the end, I think, like, if you work around things and you're like, well, I'll just clean this area up and I'll clean that area up, you find yourself just moving. All you're doing is moving something from one spot to the next, to the next, to the next, and then you may have cleaned this shelf up, but then this shelf has become more cluttered and more, you know, and then you're just you're just moving stuff. And so that goes back to, the like, what I was saying before that I read, touch it once. Decide what you're going to do with it. Are you going to keep it, donate it, or sell it? And if you keep um, it, it's got to have a designated spot to go. Yeah. Right. And then also, um, something I read, five seconds. Look at something for, and I, it takes me a little more time. And so, like, when I was telling Emmett this, too, I said, um, I, I changed it to 10 seconds. But you can do five or 10 seconds. But anyways, take take something that you are unsure about. And, you know, books are a great um great start too because that's a you know books can get cluttered fast but 
Anyways, take five seconds. Are you judging my book, pal? I'm not there. judging your I book, I saw pile. your face. You were judging it. You're like, books can get cluttered. Like, but if like you're these. looking at so- like if you're looking at something and you're deciding, if it takes you longer than five to ten seconds to decide, get rid of it. Okay, because there are certain books I know right now I can pull out Rich Dad Poor Dad, and yeah. without a doubt, your gut response yeah, it stays. It stays mm-hmm. right. Um, but I can pick out the ultimate book of sales. That probably techniques. needs to go, honestly. It's yeah, it, it, if it takes, anyways, my point is if it takes longer than five to ten seconds to decide, you need to get rid of it. Okay, do you want me to? You can put it back up there. Okay. <laughs> In my pile. And he's going to touch it again. We're going to touch it again. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, but which brings me to my next point. Stops, well, like, that doesn't really, but. Stop saving just in case, too. Like, I think as Americans, even though we didn't go through the Great Depression, we are a generation of people that are, uh, our grandparents went through the Great Depression, um, great-grandparents went through the Great Depression, great-great-grandparents, and those values and things have been passed down to us. But we need to stop saving just in case, okay? Because what's happening is, and y'all get ready. This is my big thing. I'm going to lay this on you real quick. Stop saving just in case because we are treating our homes like a giant storage unit. Seriously, we are living, us as Americans today, we are living in abundance in homes that have become a storage unit. Yeah, I think one example of that that kind of jumps out at me from this past week, just decluttering, right? Because we build houses, and when we build houses, evidently, you're always going to have something left over, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, Always, yeah. So what I've done is stockpile those leftover nails and leftover screws and leftover supplies, and basically they've been slowly taking over the garage, right? So I've drugged those out. Those are gone this week. Either... either they're going through this yard sale process, or they're going to be. You've got several pieces of trim down there that they'll be probably. donated to Habitat for Humanity, oh, right? Okay. Because what happens is, uh, I say I'm going to use that on the next you house, and then next thing happens, you just call and order it, and order it, and order, and then just your stockpile just gets bigger. Even though you might be bringing those things down there, you're still still ordering leftovers, still, right? Yeah, right. yeah, and that's going to be a thing that goes on from now. But I think. Going forward, when I get this garage cleaned out, going forward in the future, I think what I'm going to do is just what we have left at the end of the thing, take it, donate it to Habitat, and it'll be done. It'll be over. Because and they those can use things it. are taking up space. They are they are taking up um, – I mean, you should be able to charge those things rent, so to speak. That's right. In your – you know, because they're taking up square footage in your home. You know, you may have a 2,600-square-foot home – but of that 2,600 square feet, how much is it actual living space? And how much of it, of that, of that space, are you truly enjoying? Um, people say all the time, I need a bigger house. I need a bigger house. But really, how big do you need, like, how big of a house do you need when you clean out and declutter? What is your true abundance? What are you, what is taking up space in your home? And inevitably taking up space in your mind, in your heart, and stealing from, you know, your experiences that you could be having outside of the world, Mm -hmm. you know. So, um, anyways, but, so don't treat your home like a storage unit. Don't just continue to buy those bins and things like that. Um, 
and and stop saving just in case. Another little tip that I saw and read was the 2020 rule. And basically if you can replace it within 20 minutes or purchase it for $20. So those two things. If you look at something and you say, "You know what? I don't I'm not real sure about this book." First of all, if I've taken longer than five to 10 seconds to look at, mm, I probably need to get rid of it. And could I replace this book in 20 minutes? Absolutely, because I'm sure I can look on Amazon and see if it's available. And also, is it less than $20? And yes. And that goes into the yard sale and I don't look at it again and it's not taking up space. So that's something to do. Um, and then well, again. And that, that kind of, that goes along with your just in case, right? So you mm -hmm. holding on to stuff like, oh, just in case I need it, just in case I need it. Well, if you could replace it or find it, if you wind up needing it, can you get it in 20 minutes for less than 20 bucks? And if you can, then just in case doesn't exist. Get rid of whatever you have and go, and, and, you know, sell it in a yard sale. You may not want to deal with the yard sale. Donate it to Salvation Army or, or some other charity or, you know, give it to somebody. Just get rid of it, you know, whatever it takes because it's, 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 lowering your quality of life that's a good way to put it that is a good way to put it um moving forward real quick um also a tip that um that i read is give yourself permission to buy that particular item again um, i think this is what i really struggle with you know when i do go out and i do purchase something i think mm, i'm done that's my one and done i'm gonna have it for 10 years i bought it in you know 2013 I'm going to keep that. And then some, some of my stuff is like 20 years old. Like I've, there's some things that we've had since before I got, well, I'm just going to say that like, I am still keeping this little step. I don't know. It's like an aerobic stepper, like a little, like you step up on it. Like Are this, the purple and blue thing out there. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I purchased that right before. When I was getting ready to get married, okay, I'm like, I'm going to get on a workout schedule. Anyways, y'all, we are coming up on our 19th year of wedding bliss, wedded bliss. <sighs> um, anyways, and so I have had that thing for nearly 20 years, but now it's still good. And I've used it a couple times since. And, you know, but also if I were to let that go, um, I think it goes along with the philosophy again, give your permission, give yourself permission to buy that again. And so like, if I let it go now, then I could give myself permission to purchase another stepper, an aerobic stepper or whatever in the future. And then that is not taking up that space in my garage. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of things out there that, you know, can you think of anything that, um, oh, there's tons of stuff that you could get rid of now and then. Yeah, I think one thing you said yesterday in the pep rally that really um, stuck out to me mm -hmm. is everybody take care of your own stuff, mm -hmm. right? And I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But then what I've had trouble figuring out in the time period since that discussion is what is truly my stuff? Because mm -hmm. if it's my stuff and I'm supposed to be the one worried about it, then why are you worried about it? Because it's my space. Mm, that's right. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's my space. Anyways, why are you even worried about that? I don't know you cuz I don't know. I mean, that's just what you were that's what you kind of were driving at there. Okay. Like Cuz we're trying we're we're trying to declutter together. 
And not only am I trying to get you to declutter, I'm trying to get our children to declutter. Mm -hmm. And yes, so it is a process for me. So anytime that you question what is your job or role, know that like, like I've already thought that through a couple times over. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. And take care of your your business. Yeah. So this is because I'm gonna have to go back and check. Okay. So uh-huh. this is that. What's mine is yours. What's yours uh-huh. is mine. Gone the other way, right? Like this is yours. You need to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and you don't. Anyways, okay. Let me get let me get on to one more um, rule because this kind of um, addresses some of those things. Like I, I consider it a loophole, but um, this. I read on there that it said, recognize that the important part of a gift is the act of giving and receiving. So basically, you know, if there's so many things in your home that you were gifted with and it feels like, oh, you know, I received this as a gift so I can never get rid of it again, you know. I saw a video online recently that was like, uh, a coworker, and he gave the guy a card, you know, like it was his birthday, and they were out at like a bar or bowling or something like that. And he gave him a card. It was like a card that had a gift card in it, right? And then he read the card out loud. He's like, "Oh, thanks so much." And he, then he goes, "How long? How long am I supposed to keep this card? <laughs> right? Like, can I just oh, yes. can I just throw it away now? Right? I have to no, I have to stick this in a box and stick it in a drawer, and then three years from now, go back and read it and be like, "Oh, Dave gave me this." And then throw it away because now it's far enough away that it's not going to hurt. Everybody's doing this right now. Yeah. It's like, why do you have to keep it? Why do you, and you don't, and that's what that was saying. Um, the website, uh, one of the websites that I was researching or whatever, you, you thank, you, you thanked the gifter. Okay. And you received it. And basically, and you have that memory in your heart and your mind, you can get rid of the object, the object doesn't really have any value. It's between you and the gifter, or you know, are you as a or you receiving the gift? Um, because it is hard to get rid of gifts that you've received, and you appreciate the thoughtfulness, um, but that is that's hard because c- you want to be guilty, like oh they gave me that. But the bottom line is, it doesn't spark joy, and. All you're going to do is put it in a corner somewhere if, you know, you're going to use it. But I know this poor book. Especially when you, you live with the giver, right? That's that's the Because you gave <gasps> me this book, right? Okay. okay. You, you gave me this book. And it probably does need to go. I mean, okay. so. That poor book. I, but I don't think you've read that book, have you? I have read okay. en- enough of it. Yeah. All right. I don't think up. you've read it. Have you read it? I don't read Maybe books. Maybe you should read yeah, it. Yeah. I listen to books on tape or podcasts. On tape. I, well, you know, yeah, I mean, books, but I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that did, that <laughs> did like, yeah, date me. Um, bottom line is there, I'm going to let him just, I'm good. Yeah. He books on tape. I'm not that old. Your books on tape old, apparently. I mean, I actually, you know what? Let me just go back. I, I have never listened I listen to books on tape. Okay, they've been on CDs, but now I do have books on tape from when I taught elementary mm-hmm. school. So please don't like seriously. 
Don't I, laugh at me about I, that. That's look, a little bit. Yeah. Yes, I know. Audio technology. We call, well, here in I, I listen to books on audio. Here in the two thousands, we call them audio books. Y'all, dear Lord, I mean, I've not slept that much. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right, guys. So wrapping this episode up of decluttering, just start. Just declutter. Get out there. Start. You know, set your timer in the evenings, whatever you need to do. Um, But it will make you happier. And also when you're selling your home in the end, you know, it's uh, a lot easier to sell a decluttered home. And it's also a lot easier to move uh, from a decluttered home. Um, And one more tip that I forgot to add in there, um, now that I thought about it, I read somewhere where it said, um, as you declutter, pretend that you're moving. So would you take that with you if you were to move? So that's a good tip. But anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, We are embarking on summer closely approaching, and I hope you get out there and enjoy some sunshine. See you next time, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the House Guy and Home Girl podcast, your number one source for all things home. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our YouTube page for video content from the show.